When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to the forefront today uh, with the World Short Course Championship starting in Melbourne. And thanks to Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent retailer, time to speak to one of our favourites, Brooke Hanson, who is on the line. Hey, Brooke, how are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks, Mark. Um, very excited about the World Short Course Swimming starting. And, of course, we're in the thick of it at the moment with the Queensland Swimming Championships happening. So we had some fantastic results again overnight just here in Brisbane with um, Ariane Titmus taking out the 400 Freestyle and Cody Simpson producing a, a personal best in the uh, the hundred butterfly. So it's all happening for our Aussie swimmers. So why the Queensland champ? I know this world short course was moved uh, to Melbourne at the last minute, but was there always a clash? And why would swimmers choose a Queensland title than potentially swimming in a, a world short course event? Yeah, I guess it, it, it just depends on where you are on your your preparation and. And people like Ariane and Cody are really focused on that World Long Course Championships, which are, of course, in Japan next year. So they've decided to really get some long course practice at the Queensland titles. And, and we've seen a few of them, actually. Um, we've, we've seen a few Olympians and Commonwealth champions decide to, to focus on the long course. And, of course, short course is a 25-metre swimming pool. So they're a short course specialist. And I can say that I was definitely one of those back in, in the day. I love short course swimming. And I think, um, I think Mark, it's about the, the starts, the turns, the finishes. And you just, you've got to get everything right. And I think that's what, what a, a lot of those swimmers have gone down there to do. And, of course, there's, there's huge prize money up for grabs. So um, FINA has, of course, put the prize money up. So if you take out first place, you can get 10,000 US, and if you break a world record, 25,000 US. So, so those short course specialists are down there trying to um, earn a Christmas bonus as well. I was going to ask you about that. What the difference? But what it, what is the skill set difference between short and long? Is it that technical stuff, the turns, etc., that uh, some swimmers that is uh, their speciality, and that's why, as like yourself, you enjoy the short course and uh, so much. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely the power. You need you need that speed, you need the power, and you need to be just so good technically with those with those skills. So it is about the start, the turn, the finish, and, and putting together as, as as best you can the perfect race. And we've got some fastest qualifiers down there. It's um, starting today, the six day world titles, and um, we're we're going to see Kyle Chalmers going in as the world record holder in the hundred freestyle. He goes in as the, the fastest qualifier in the 100 free. He'll be second fastest in the, the 50 free, third fastest in the 200 free. And he's, he's been swimming great short course over the last 12 months. So look out for Chalmers. And, and also great to see Emma McKeon back in the pool. She, uh, she'll swim the, the shorter freestyle events. But great that she's just getting down there. This is actually, Emma has done so much in swimming but this is her first ever World Short Course Swimming Championship. So wow. we'll see her in the 50 and the 100 freestyle. And, um, of course, one of, our, one of our swimming ladies who just loves, um, she just loves the pain of so many events, and that's Kaylee McEwen. So we've seen her at Worlds, we've seen her at the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games. But um, 
she's going to back up every single day of the world titles. Starting off today, she'll um, yeah, she's going to do the the double whammy in the first day, and it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough for her because of course the whole world is going to be there. But yeah, watch out for her day one, the hundred backstroke and the two hundred medley. Now, Brooke, um, we've had so much in the last four years with COVID, with Olympics being postponed, then Commonwealth Games coming up, world titles, as you mentioned. For these successful Australian swimmers. How tough is it after, the, in reality, the last four years have just been extraordinary. How tough is it mentally for them to get back and basically start again, reset goals and aim for Paris 2024? Um, I think most of them are finding it actually pretty pretty easy to sort of step back up and go for it again because there's just so many great things that are sort of short-term goals that they've got to look forward to. So this World Short Course in Melbourne, it's the first time it's ever been in Australia, something that they can focus on before Christmas and then they can get ready for the for the trials for the World Long Course Championships in Japan. And, um, once, yeah, once you get back, back there, it's like really focusing on, on Paris. So I think a lot of them are, are excited about these, you know, these big meets where they can really take on the world's best, practice those those skills and you can you can do as I guess as much practice in training when it comes to those tough events and you can try and I guess really think about focusing on on performing but the best performance come when you're up against mm. the, the world's best and I think that's why we're seeing so many Olympians and 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 Commonwealth champions as well just go do you know what short course might not be my thing but I'm going to go down there and and I'm going to really yeah, practice what I do best and, and it's a world championships. Anything can happen and I know that the team that we've sent down is, is definitely strong and, and, oh gosh, even the Americans have sent 16 Olympians over. So it's going to be a, a tough meet but it's exciting and I think that's um, something that the swimmers really look forward to is, is just continuing to race and the more that they can race in the, in the lead-up to Paris, well, I think we're going to see similar results to what we saw in Tokyo. And the chance always for people to make a name for themselves, to come out of nowhere potentially and an opportunity in a world championship up against the best in the world um, means something heading into 2024 as well. Oh, definitely. And we've seen Lani Pallister, of course, just step up over the last 12 months and, and she'll go into the 1500 freestyle as the fastest qualifier. And, you know, if you're taking out some of the, the distance girls in her in her events, like Ariane, um, like Ledecky, it doesn't matter. You've got to get to a world championship and you've just got to race the best in the world. And I remember standing there and, um, and not worrying who you're racing, um, who might not have turned up to that championship or, or who haven't. In the end, you can finish the week as, as a world champion and, and that was something I was just so proud of back in Indianapolis in, in 2004 to, to get the six gold medals, to finish female swimmer of the meet, and then just to be going home going, you know, it doesn't matter if anyone was missing. I am a, you, I'm a world champion forever. And I think that's what the, young, the youngsters have to remember this week. There's a world championship title up for grabs. And don't worry if the, yeah, if the Olympic champion's not there, just step up and go for it. And, and I know their coaches and um, the support staff have been telling them that and it's a it's an opportunity to win gold and I'd be yeah I'd be right in there just absolutely going for it especially when there's there's money up for grabs as well absolutely now uh, is the program the same 
uh, structure, Brooke, as uh, you know, a long course meet. So the reason I ask that is, is this an also an opportunity for these athletes to get a feel of what it's like that may not have experienced a, a world championship or an elite level uh, program to understand the, the toll it takes on their body mentally and how to prepare themselves for 2024? Yeah, definitely. That's um, exactly what they need to do. And world championships, not quite as long as our long course world championships, but they'll still be going through that process of heat, semifinals, finals, and really having to perform in every single race. So unlike the domestic circuit where you can sort of take it quite easy, in some of those heats and semis, they're really going to have to look at powering through every heat, uh, every semi-final and final just just to make sure that they're in that top eight and they're giving themselves an opportunity to to race the best in that final. So for our Aussie swimmers, it'll be getting in there and almost aiming for personal best in, in each one of their races and getting through to the next round. But for the youngsters and the rookies, it's about, you know, feeling what it's like to be in the ready room and marshalling with the world's best and, and you know, sticking to your race plan and not worrying about um, maybe some of the trash talk that happens in, in the ready room or, you know, getting used to the different ways that everyone psychs up, even in the, the warm-up and cool-down pool. And, you know, you've got the, the world's best here and, you know, so many different nationalities speaking so many different languages. So it really is. It's a, it's a step up from the Commonwealth Games it's a step up from the Pan Packs. And for mm. our young rookies that have never experienced this, Melbourne World Short Course this week, it will be, it, it'll be fantastic for them. And, and I know that so many of the team uh, are looking forward to it. I spoke to some of the, the Speedo athletes earlier in the week and you can, you can see the excitement in their faces and they're, they're, um, they're tapered down. They're feeling really relaxed and ready to go. And I, and I think the, the learning experience for them at ahead of Paris is just going to be invaluable. Oh, sensational. Now, before I let you go, a couple of things. Uh, yesterday in Melbourne, the uh, announcement that FINA will be no more, it'll be known as Water Aquatics, and they're going to have 15 members promoted, and they're including nine women. They're trying to raise it to a 50-50 split, and they're saying that this is bringing, um, you know, swimming into the 21st century and a new modern look. Uh, does the change of name and introduction of more people uh, in your mind make a difference to FINA? Is this a good thing? Does change need to be made? Yeah, I think so. Because when we yeah when we think of of, of FINA and now water aquatics, we you know we are exactly that exactly that. And it's not just swimming; it's of course artistic swimming and it's water polo and it's diving. And we really want to be you know inclusive. We want to be all together. As, uh, as water aquatics and it's giving all of those sports an opportunity to you know get as as much uh, promotion and marketing as, as all of um, as all of those those main sports particularly swimming does you know does um, stay in the spot spotlight a lot but I think it's yeah coming together and, and then being really inclusive of, of everyone that that is under that water and aquatic banner as well so I think it's a great move forward and um, fantastic to to get um, always for more females on on board and and um, of course on those you know on those committees to move forward to make sure that what we can do to to get more more longevity in the sports and and that's what I want to see is more is more women continuing to to go into their late twenties and um, early thirties and and that's when their strength comes from all of 
every sport they're in, they get stronger, they get faster. And, and um, my want is to, to keep more females um, in there as long as possible. But, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting move forward for, for every um, water aquatic sport involved in, in world aquatics. Before I let you go, you've had such a busy year. You are so busy. You must be looking forward to having a break. <laughs> what are you and the family doing for Christmas? Uh, I cannot wait. You can hear in my voice yes. that it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's starting to slowly go. Um, but, yeah, Christmas, I am, yeah, I'm definitely going to put my feet up and relax. I'm going to volunteer a couple of hours on um, Christmas Day and also over the new year down at uh, Currumbin Surf Club, um, my surf club on the Gold Coast, just to do my voluntary work still. But I'm just looking looking forward to kicking back with the family, surfing, swimming. You will find me um, probably having a bit of a fish, putting back a few beers and, and really relaxing. And, oh. and then the new year, I'll, um, I'll definitely head away camping with the family. So looking forward to getting up to... To 1770 and just real, yeah, really being able to um, disconnect. I definitely needed it. It's been a great year, but you know me, I love it, and um, it's been fantastic to to be on with you guys and to be involved with the SENQ team. So thanks so much again for having me on throughout the year. Oh, Brooke, it's been so good having you as part of the team. We've loved chatting to you every minute. You've made me jealous. Now I'm looking forward to doing exactly what you were saying, and I'm going to go and buy myself some new lures and everything at the shop today to get my fishing gear ready for when I hit uh, Patonga on about the 23rd of December. So don't start me. It's still a fair way to go. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for chatting with us and uh, we'll chat again soon. Merry Christmas to you and the family and say good day to your mum and dad for us. Will do. Thank you. Thanks so much. Merry Christmas to you and yours and to all the listeners. Good on you, Brooke. Brooke Hanson there. And she's give me, um, Vanessa's just come in. Brooke has given me one of a bottle of wine she's an ambassador for. Oh. And I've been saving it for when I head down to uh, Patonga to have. Oh, and I said, I'll that? send her a photo of yeah. me sitting on my veranda with a, it's a Shiraz, I think. Oh, it's a very special one. So I'm Love looking forward. It. I'm looking forward to that.